Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, turn them all ages. You know what time it is. It is the Thursday, March 30th, 2023. It is indeed WrestleMania weekend. And this year, this year, WrestleMania 39, it may not be stupendous. Like WrestleMania 38 was, but indeed this year, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, WrestleMania 39, yours, Hollywood, April 1st, April 2nd, 2023, streaming live on Peacock at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, unlike last year, where of course all of the matches between WrestleMania Saturday and WrestleMania Sunday were known months and weeks at a time, this year, there's only been a couple of matches announced for Saturday and then one match, obviously the main event, between the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes and the Tribal Chief, the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, will main event night two. So because of that, this year it's a little bit more tricky to predict which matches are going to occur on Saturday, which matches are going to occur on Sunday. We can leak through the rumors and speculation and try to dissect it, but just know that this recording of this WrestleMania preview, which is going to be split in a two-podcast, is being done on Tuesday, March 28th. So the time of this recording, again, there have only been three matches announced, two for Saturday, one for Sunday. If I need to splice and dice it, if more matches are announced for which date, I will do that and we will move things around. As you are listening right now at this point, uh, the WrestleMania Saturday preview, or I should just say day one because we don't know again uh, which matches are going to be on which night. Uh, that will be uploaded on Thursday at midnight Eastern. So as soon as the clock turns to Thursday, March 30th, you're hearing this podcast. Same thing with Friday, uh, March 31st. As well as I will put my article that I wrote where I predict the match order. So not my predictions, which I'm going to give here on this podcast, but the match order of which matches will go when for WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday on my Substack. I will link that down below. You already know we are in collaboration with Voltage Live. We are sponsored by Anchor. You can check us out wherever you get the Brands World Podcast. Apple, Google Play, Amazon Music, Spotify for podcasters, which is now known as Anchor. And wherever you get your podcast audio, video, of course, is on our YouTube channel. And now that I'm done rambling, now that I'm done rambling, it is time to get to the WrestleMania 39 card. Once again. This recording is being done on Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. And as of now, kicking off WrestleMania Saturday will be Austin Theory defending the United States Championship against John Cena, the 16th-time world champion, one of the GOATs of sports entertainment. And I do believe... WrestleMania 39 is going to kick off with John Cena the same way he did at WrestleMania 20, 
holding the United States Championship. And yes, even if he drops it to a new and up and cover or back to theory, the Raw after WrestleMania, I'm okay with that. But I do believe John Cena, before he goes for one more run, before he goes for that 17th World Championship to break the nature boy, woo, Ric Flair's record, John Cena should win the United States Championship here. To me, there is no better business than Cena coming into WrestleMania, kicking it off with a bang, and winning that strap, the first ever strap he won in WWE. I don't see the logic of having Theory retain. Uh, I think, if anything, you can sort of give Theory this pushback of, I lost to John Cena, and now I have to come back and stronger and be better. We know Theory ever since losing to Pat McAfee last year at WrestleMania 38, ever since winning the Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank, has been this, ent this entitled spoiled brat who's gotten better, yes, since the recognition, since the resignation, excuse me, of one Mr. McMahon in July of 2022, but he is still an idle brat. He still thinks he knows it all. And as John Cena said, he's just a theory. Cena was in his shoes in 2003, in 2004, trying to make it through the ranks. I think Theory can be a future star in this company, but I think he gets humbled by John Cena at WrestleMania 39. Now, the next match, I believe, will be the men's showcase match. Now, this is one of the most balanced WrestleMania cards, whether you splice it between Saturday and Sunday in the history of WrestleMania, and it's truly showing why WrestleMania needs to stay two nights. You know, you got matches like Seth Rollins, Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Edge and Finn Bauer, the Demon Finn Bauer, inside LNSL. Brock Lesnar, almost the two women's championship matches. Of course, the bloodline story. So there's a lot to sprinkle in here, uh, but there's two matches that really don't matter that much. Those are, of course, being the two showcase matches, one for the men, one for the woman. I do believe the woman will take place on night two, which means the men's match will take place on night one. And I think after a banger between Theory and Cena, this is the right place to put it. Kind of a cool down match here. As again, Braun Strowman and Ricochet will take on the Street Profits, who will take on Alpha Academy, who, of course, are dealing with uh, Maxine Dupree and the male models, as well as the Viking Raiders. You can make an argument these teams deserve to be on the WrestleMania card, which is why they were put into this random showcase match. I wish it was a number one contenders match for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. It will not be. And I think the reason for that will be the Street Profits are going to win this match. And then if we have a WWE draft, they are going to split up. Montez Ford is going to be on his own. Angelo Dawkins is going to be on his own. It is time. The Street Profits have already done battle with every tag team, mostly in WWE. They have nobody to face. And Alpha Academies are really good mid-card heel on Raw. Viking Raiders, a very good mid-card tag team on SmackDown as heels. Then, of course, you have Strowman and Ricochet, who are always entertaining together. And their tag team has actually worked, and it's given them some semblance on the SmackDown roster. But I think the Street Profits here 
get a victory. Montez Ford, the big splash that Chad Gable off the distraction of Otis, who will be busy, of course, with the maximum male models. That's the way I see this thing going down. And I see the Street Profits going over on WrestleMania Saturday, who, of course, had a terrific bout last year with Alpha Academy and RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team titles. The next match taking place on his birthday, I believe, will be Seth freaking Rollins taking on the birthday boy, Logan Paul. Of course, Logan Paul, they have finally turned him heel after recovering from his torn ACL that he suffered against Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. We saw Logan Paul do that incredible spot with Ricochet at the Royal Rumble. But at the Royal Rumble, we also saw him eliminate the visionary, the revolutionary, and the people will be singing his song at WrestleMania 39. I think that these two, obviously, Logan Paul has not had a bad match since coming to WWE and making his debut one year ago at the most stupendous WrestleMania in history when he teamed up against this year's WrestleMania host, The Miz, against the Mysterios. Crazy how things work out a year from now. I think The Miz could possibly get involved in this match where he gets stopped by Seth Rollins. Maybe he gets punched in the face by Logan Paul. But ever since Logan Paul's arrived on the scene in WWE, they've made a deal about him and his one lucky shot. He's knocked out Rollins twice. He's gotten the upper end on Rollins, mostly in this field. And I believe that they are going to have a rematch at Backlash, which is, of course, hosted by Bed Bunny the first Saturday in May and taking place in Bed Bunny's hometown of Puerto Rico, which is where Logan Paul currently lives. Which tells me that I think Rollins goes over here. Logan Paul wants revenge, and they have their match at Backlash where Logan Paul gets his victory. Seth Rollins has lost at WrestleMania 36. He lost at WrestleMania 37. He's lost at WrestleMania 38. It is time for Seth Rollins to get his first WrestleMania victory since becoming the Beast Slayer at the opening bout of WrestleMania 35 when he took down the Beast Incarnate Brock Lesnar for the then Red Universal Championship. I think that these guys, another opportunity. You're going to hear me say this a lot about a lot of these matches on this card for both days. I think Rollins and Logan Paul have had a great build. They have a chance to steal the show. Seth Rollins goes over here in WrestleMania Saturday. Next match, you got Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus. They take on the team of Damage Control. Another example, and you're going to see this a whole lot from this WrestleMania card of long-term booking, whether it's Mysterio and Dominic, everything with the Judgment Day, everything with the Bloodline, the Intercontinental Championship match, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, and this match here, obviously, with Becky, Lita, and Trish going up against Damage Control because ever since Damage Control, which, of course, Bailey, Dakota Kai, EO Sky, popped on the scene at SummerSlam after Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair had an incredible Raw Women's Championship match. They have gone after Becky Lynch, and Becky Lynch even talked about it uh, this past Monday on Raw. She thought she got rid of damage control. She, she got injured by damage control. Then she came back at War Games. 
Thought she got rid of him. Then she had to compete against Bailey in a steel cage match. Thought she got rid of him there. But they still keep coming and coming and coming. And I believe the current women's tag team champions are about to be screwed by Trish Stratus, who's going to turn on Becky Lynch and Lita, leading to a feud between Stratus and Becky Lynch, where obviously Lynch and Lita will eventually drop the women's tag team titles back to damage control. And Bailey, who has not had a WrestleMania match in front of a crowd since WrestleMania 35, when, of course, her and Sasha Banks defended the Women's Tag Team Championships in that fatal four-way match that, that uh, featured uh, Nia Jax and, and another partner, um, obviously Beth Phoenix and Natalia, and then the Iconics, who ended up winning that match. You know, Bailey at WrestleMania 34 did not get on the card. And at WrestleMania 33, she had a fatal four-way with Charlotte, Nia Jax, and Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. So Bailey, again, WrestleMania 36 was her big outcome. She defended the SmackDown Women's Championship in a fatal five-way, but that was without a crowd. Now with a crowd and with Lita and Trish Stratus coming back to WrestleMania for the first time in years, Bailey gets her WrestleMania moment after being left off the card the last few years, and Bailey wins this match. Now, I don't love putting women's matches back to back, but I think in this case it works. The rumor potential main event of night one of WrestleMania, I don't think is going to be the main event of WrestleMania Saturday. Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley, the SmackDown. Women's Championship. Now, this feud, when it started, I did not dig it. Um, I thought that Rhea Ripley, when she won the Women's Royal Rumble from the number one position, would go after the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, uh, since they have never really faced off, and Ripley was supposed to face Belair at Money in the Bank, if you recall, for the Raw Women's Championship, but an injury took Ripley out of that match. I do think the story they're going for where obviously Rhea Ripley was defeated by Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania 36 to open WrestleMania Sunday in an empty arena for the NXT Women's Championship. Now you see the maturation of Rhea Ripley, of Mummy, from being that scared little girl to being the potential dominant woman of the SmackDown Women's Division. I believe that she, without any help from Dominic, without any help from Damian Priest, without any help from Finn Bauer, goes in there alone, proves that she is a boss, and her and Charlotte have always had good to great matches. Of course, they had that feud in 2021 where Charlotte took the championship from her uh, at, at Money in the Bank after they had a good Elena Selk contest. But I believe that Rio Ripley goes over here. I think she puts Charlotte Flair down. And I do believe that at this point, Rio Ripley will walk away from WrestleMania, the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, whether they break up the Judgment Day or not, it depends to be seen. Uh, whether Rhea goes on her own and does a torment of the SmackDown Women's Division, I love to see a rivalry, a true rivalry, with her former partner, Liv Morgan, who, of course, uh, she teamed with Liv for Brutality last year at WrestleMania when they were in the Women's Tag Team Championship match that involved Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, but I think Ripley has earned her scars, been in the Judgment Day now, the Edge version of the group, obviously the Finn Bauer version of the group, which we'll get to a little bit later. 
uh, expanding, you know, Rhea and becoming this full-fledged out character. And Charlotte's always great, but it always feels like that Rhea Ripley is that one girl in Charlotte's path that Charlotte just can't get rid of. You know, she sort of got rid of Sasha Banks. Uh, Becky Lynch and her have not faced off in a while. Neither of her and Bailey, or it feels like Rhea Ripley, is that person coming for Charlotte Flair who really needs some fresh blood. And maybe she moves to the tag division instead of always being in that uh, main roster women's championship picture. Up next, maybe the match that a lot of people are most looking forward to at WrestleMania, which is why I'm going to put it on night one. I'm going to put it right after the SmackDown Women's Championship match because it is so personal. I believe it will get the most crowd reaction out of anything in night one besides possibly the main event. That is Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. I already mentioned last year, these two teamed together in a losing effort to Logan Paul and the Miz. After that, they were in a fight alongside Edge against the Judgment Day until at Clash of the Castle, Dominic Mysterio, after teasing it for so long, finally turned on Rey Mysterio and Edge at that point. Instead of just becoming a heel, he became a bastard and joined the Judgment Day and resented his family and went over and beat up his dad inside his house and, and got arrested for Christmas and tried to ruin their New Year's and all these things that a teenage boy that needs to get his ass whooped by his dad will do. And Dominic has been disrespectful to the Mysterio legacy name. They've been building this all along where Rey Mysterio would not hit his son Dominic because that's his son and good dads don't hit their son. But Dominic went over the line on SmackDown last week and told his mom, Angie, to shut up. And that's what provoked Mysterio to go after Dominic and finally accept the challenge. Now, of course, Rey Mysterio will go into the Hall of Fame the night before. I do believe there could be some angle played out there. And I don't even know. Maybe you make this match a no disqualification, a no holds barred match by the time the show goes around because it does feel like it's needed. Wagato Del Fantasma, who, of course, is a, is a Mexican heritage group on the SmackDown brand, have kind of... Um, Loved Rey Mysterio and backed him up against this feud with the Judgment Day. Maybe Damian Priest gets involved, and you have, you know, what got up to Phantasma against Damian Priest on the outside. Well, you have Rey and Dominic, or maybe they just focus on Rey and Dominic and this story of two luchadors, um, you know, building this up. And who knows? Maybe Dominic beats Rey Mysterio and he's still a bastard heel. Maybe Rey beats Dominic and comes to his senses and they get back together. There's a lot of story angle arcs here. Whether Rey Mysterio continues, whether there's another match in this series, or whether this is just a one-time only Rey versus Dominic, no other match needed, and we just move on from there and they go their separate ways. That's a possibility, too. But this story has been building, building, and building, and everybody in the WWE Universe just wants to see the Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, get his ass kicked by his dad, Rey Mysterio, at WrestleMania. Now, this next segment, it's a tie between whether LA Knight will come out and do his stick, where obviously you cannot have a WrestleMania without the megastar LA Knight. Or Bobby Lashley, who we don't know if he's going to face Bray Wyatt. We don't know if he's going to face another competitor. 
I believe you just have Bobby Lashley come out and say, you know what, Bray, Bray Wyatt cannot compete. Um, I want a challenge, and I don't know who that person's going to be. It could be somebody from NXT. It could be a Johnny Gargano. It could be a Mustafa Ali. could be a returning superstar like an AJ Styles, who is not on this WrestleMania card, which feels really weird. Uh, him and Randy Orton, obviously, are the two injured stars. And maybe it's Riddle. You know, we haven't seen Riddle for about six months since he was taken out by the bloodline. Those are three stars who were big players, obviously, on last year's card that are not around for this year's due to injury or other circumstances. So I could see that. Maybe Alexa Bliss comes out and they have a segment. Uh, maybe Uncle Howdy. I mean, you, you never know here uh, with Bray Wyatt, but I do believe that the Bobby Lashley segment is best made for night one, which carries us into the main event, which is the Usos defending the undisputed tag team championships against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, all of you that have listened to the Brandon's World podcast know that I have been an advocate that I did not want to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn back together. I did not want to see this match for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. I wanted to see Sami Zayn, who I thought had a better story than the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, take down the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns at either Elimination Chamber or WrestleMania, and Sami Zayn become the man. That is not the case. Obviously, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn did get back together. Obviously, it's a good feel story. I am very interested to see how they play this out. Is it going to be a normal tag team match? Or is it going to be more of a tornado style, a brawl, where Kevin and Sami have so much animosity towards Jimmy and then specifically Jay Uso with the way Jay Uso treated Sami Zayn, stringing him along for the ride and then turning on Sami Zayn just because of the bloodline. I think you're going to see a very emotional Kevin and Sami Zayn who realize the opportunity that they have to become tag team champions. And as I've said long before, and I'm sticking to my thought, I do believe that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn wrestle Zania as Kevin Owens gave Sami Zayn a shirt of that uh, this past Friday night on SmackDown. I do believe that WrestleZania runs wild. I do believe that Owens and Zayn do capture the Undisputed Acting Championships, ending the over 600-day reign of the Usos, because at this point, I can't think of another legitimate tag team that could do so to end the reign of Jimmy and Jey Uso. My question has always become, what's next? What gets us invested in Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? What dastardly heel tag team? Do we root for between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Or are we just going to have a good feud between, you know, Owens and Zayn and some other tag team on the roster? Which is why I don't love it. Because I think Owens and Sami Zayn are such big stars. Obviously, we saw what Sami Zayn did. And Roman Reigns alluded to this in his promo with Zayn up at Elimination Chamber about a month ago. Last year, Sami Zayn was doing jackass. He was wrestling in a no old barred match against Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass crew. Well, Evan Owens main event at night one of WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin in a no holds barred match. This year, Kevin Owens gets a wrestle 
in the main event of WrestleMania again. Sami Zayn goes from wrestling and jackass to being in the oddest story when you combine the entire borderline in WWE in the longest time. And Sami Zayn goes from a really good, funny, great character, all this heel work, the master strategist, to a beloved baby face and getting over naturally. And I believe the next step for Zane after this tag team title run with Owens is an opportunity at the Undisputed Universal Championship. I think Evan Owens is a really good mid-card champion if you want to put the United States Championship on him after Cena and Theory and whoever else put us with the bell. That might be a good option. Uh, but I do really think that Sami Zayn has been the MVP of WWE the last year. He deserves this. Sami and Kevin deserve this. And it's going to be a feel-good moment when Owens and Sami Zayn capture the undisputed acting championships to end WrestleMania Saturday. It is indeed the right main event. And I cannot recall to you the last time a tag team championship match main evented a WWE premium live event let alone WrestleMania. Obviously, WrestleMania won with, with Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, Roddy Piper. That's all important. But the way that this storyline has been built, this may be the biggest tag team match in the storied history of WWE. And that will do it for my preview of WrestleMania Saturday. Once again, I have Cena defeating Theory. The Street Profits winning the men's showcase match. Damage Control defeating Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus after Trish Stratus turns on Becky Lynch and Lita. I have Rhea Ripley winning the SmackDown Championship from Charlotte Flair. Dominic Mysterio will defeat his dad, Rey Mysterio. Bobby Lashley will wrestle a match, whether it's against Bray Wyatt or somebody else, and win. And to end the night, the Undisputed Tag Team Championships change hands when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn capture them from the Usos. I do think it's my buddies Michael Reiner, Josh Unger, Joey Schneider, Brandon Larador, as we have brought them on here over the past month, uh, have really to showcase this WrestleMania card. We have all reiterated that this WrestleMania has a chance to be very special and it has a lot to do with the potential sale of the company. But we're going to leave that alone for another day. Once again, I thank you so much for listening to my WrestleMania Saturday preview. And tomorrow, Friday, we will transition into WrestleMania Sunday.